This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Wiggins drives and finishes! Exclamation point from Andrew Wiggins! But has gotten his opportunity and has taken full advantage of it. It's not how you drive, it's how you arrive. Mama, there goes that man. Welcome UL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. A lot to get to today. We'll start talking about the U.S. Open. Jeff Feinberg joins us later on. And a lot on the NBA Finals as we move this series back to Boston with the Warriors now one game away from another championship. 104-94 last night. It was a Warriors night. They get off to the big start in the first quarter. The third quarter early. It was a reverse. I mean, it was not what we expected. It was all Celtics, and at one point they take the lead. But Golden State, Joe, finds a way in the end, despite Steph Curry being ice cold. What a we- That was a weird game. Like, if you told me Steph was ice cold, I'd say Warriors lose. If you told me the Celtics come out hot in the third quarter, I would say Celtics win. I mean, neither team shot it well. More free throws for the Celtics. But again, the one thing that I keep coming back to the turnovers. Boston turned the ball over, what, 18 times last night, and that cost them a chance to win this game. Weird, strange, obscure, however you want to describe it. I think most people keep going back to that, and it's certainly understandable. A lot of times after uh, big sporting events, like in the NBA Finals and NFL Sunday, whatever, uh, the response is, was it more about the winning team or was that more about the losing team? I think there's no doubt. That was more about the Boston Celtics. Not because I thought they were going to go in and win because they just don't lose back-to-back games. They do that for the first time since late January. Just You mentioned it, the turnover. 12 more turnovers, and it's 18-6. to Brown with five. Smart with four. Tatum with four. You get nothing from your bench. Tatum, 27-10. and Okay. Didn't feel like a significant 27 and 10 to me watching that game. You missed 10 free throws. You get killed on turnovers, and they scored what? How many points off those turnovers? It was a boatload, 22 points. Yep. 22 points off those 18 turnovers in the game. You're missing free throws. You missed the first 12 three pointers that you take. Yeah. Just talk about strength. 12 from three? Ridiculous. They missed 12. Then they make eight, and in the yeah. end, they didn't take as many as they usually do, Aaron. But, yeah, it was strange. But I felt last night was much more about what Boston did not do than, than Golden State, even though we will give them their credit. 
I agree. I was thinking RIP to my 16 to one bet that I made back in April. It just, this is two games in a row now where they've had an opportunity and they just can't close it out. The turnovers, the sloppy basketball, it's just, you can't have that. And even, I don't, I don't think that, you know, Jordan Poole and Wiggins are going to have a night like they did last night. And I also don't think Steph is going to be as bad as he was last night. So it just feels over to me. It really does. I, I think really? the Celtics. Yeah. Oh, I think they're going to win. I think it go seven, but I don't think the Celtics win the finals. I just don't. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. I don't understand that, uh, honestly. Like, okay, if Boston's going to win game six and this thing's going to seven, why Why are we saying, oh, there's no way they're going to win game seven? I mean, I guess it's possible, but th- it just seems like the mistakes are a red flag. I, it just seems like they get in their own way. It doesn't feel like it's their year to me. And obviously I want them to win. I have a bet a future, but it just doesn't feel like it to me. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I don't think it's over. I still think Boston's a better team, but to Aaron's point, I'm starting to worry that I can't trust Boston. Like that. Yes. They're, can they play two? Ba- can they now play back to back clean ish games? Cause that's, what and you can't take do. advantage of Steph having an off night. You had an opportunity to put them away? No, I can't trust them. No. It's, and it wasn't only Steph going 0 for 9. I mean, Wiggins was awesome, but he was also 0 for 6 on threes. Right. <laughs> like that kind of flew under the radar. Wiggins on the attack last night. I mean, what were the odds on him leading everyone in points, leading the way in rebounds? He was straight up awesome. Not, you know, you're right. We keep going back to that, how weird it was. Look at all the odd things that we're talking about that occurred last night that that nobody was predicting. And I guess we find Boston so confounding because we're in the prediction business. That's what you do while you're betting. And it is hard to predict which Celtics team is going to show up when they look good. Like They're not a team that you can play with trends a whole lot. When they're starting to look good, they're going to throw a complete dud out there. When everybody counts them out, that's when they seem to ball out, which makes me think that they're going to win game six at home. Yeah, I do think they'll win game six at home. They're three and a half point favorites in that game, game number six. Well, I'll tell you what, if you still believe the Celtics are going to do this, the value is now there. And we haven't seen it this good the entire series. They are plus 320 now to win the NBA Finals. Uh, The Warriors are minus 400, as you'd expect, right? It's 3-2. Uh, interesting to look at the finals MVP odds just because Steph had a tough game last oh, night. Geesh. People Minus- want Wiggins now. It's like, settle down. I don't know. <laughs> Recency bias much? Yeah. 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 Well, for the first time, the Curry number is different than the Warriors number. It's minus 360 on Curry, minus 400 on the Warriors. Uh, the next closest Warriors Wiggins, 20 to 1. There's also a Steph minus 320. I, okay. If we opened uh, Joe O's sports book, <laughs> I would have this Steph number MVP number higher than the Warriors. Because if they win it, he's hundred percent. Uh, seriously, off of last night, we were ju- guys. We had the conversation twenty four hours ago on if Boston could win in seven, could right. it still go to Steph? Like that was a legitimate conversation. Mm-hmm. And then because of one game, because of one game, I mean, nope, nope, no, it's not true. That is, well, if you think Golden State's winning, I, I'm sorry. That's a lot of value right there at minus 320. So Bond 
Epps was on Windhorse podcast before the game last night, and he was basically saying that he wouldn't vote for Tatum even if the Celtics won because a lot of these turnovers, like he was involved in just how he has not been impressive. So I thought that because he does have a vote, I thought that was kind of interesting for the MVP market. And that was before the Last night, yeah. And I was actually trying to find the sound for the show, but I ran out of time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, what I would say to that is I agree with Bontemps, but he's the outlier. He looks at these things in a different way than a majority of MVP voters. Right. And he's the guy that voted for Butler, right? Last round? Yeah. I believe when so. He lost? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So he might he might be right. Let's say the Celtics um, win and he would not go Tatum, but he might be the only one, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. the counting stats again, uh, Tatum had twenty-seven and ten less. That's what they're going to remember. They're not going to remember the turnovers if uh, we're talking about a Celtics championship. I mean, really, on the Boston side, if you think they have a chance at winning the title, and, and you're looking at some value on the MVP market, don't you just? Isn't it just going to come down to these last two? Of course. Like, I, I don't think these first five are going to have much to do with the MVP. Like well, if Boston wins, someone's got to go crazy the next two games and change the right. whole story. Right, right. Oh, is it going to be? Well, you. So, who was the best player in the court for Boston last night? I thought it was obvious if you look at plus minus. Robert Williams, by a long shot, he was the only guy that looked good for Boston. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's going to be moving forward. What happens the next two games? And that Boston bench did nothing on the road. That's probably going to be a different situation. We have plenty of time until we get to Thursday night. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be Tatum or Brown. But Brown, 18 to 1. It was a minus 19. 18 to 1. Now that you bring up. Yeah. I know. Minus 19 on point differential last night, though. For which which one? Brown. Yeah. No, I mean, all of them were terrible, except for Robert Williams. They're all, yep. We're sure Marcus Smart doesn't have a chance if they come back and win. Yes, okay. I am. I am. All right, what do you think? I just neither of the other two have pulled away and stood out consistently. Right, last night was the Tatum game. Brown has had some good games. I just. So you're saying if Smart's the best player on the court in the, the last two games? Two games? He, yeah. So his, his last three games here in the finals, twenty four. 18 and 20. Like he, he's, 
he's playing at a pretty high level right now. He's made three threes in all three of the games. He's made at least seven field goals in all three of the last, you know, the last three games here. He's kind of talking about the team. And we're talking about the team that doesn't have the the superstar. Right. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying. I'm just throwing out there goes 110 to one right now. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. You know, if we're going to believe what we're saying about it being the best player on the court the next two games, the boss is going to win those games. Could it be smart? The guy that's also a defensive player of the year. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I'm also just thinking last night with all the turnovers that he had, uh, one of many players on the C's offense. Yeah, he had too many. He's, I mean, he's averaging three turnovers a game in the series, which is just is too many for him in these yeah. spots here. So the, the weird part last night was, like when we opened it with it, that Curry did not shoot well. I I don't think this means much. It just felt like an off night. It didn't go in. Like I, I would be surprised now if he doesn't bounce back considerably in game number six. He's 25 for 51 in the first four games. Right. So with, with he's not a normal human, but with most humans, you're going to see some regression uh, back. But we just didn't expect it was going to be an 0 for 9 night, and Wiggins stepped up. Clay had a big shot. Was that late third quarter? Yeah, he came up cool. in some moments, and you're Gary starting to Payton have more trust was good. in him. A lot of people stepped up when Steph didn't have his best night, and – I mean, I don't think Steph will have that bad of a night, but I also don't think all those guys are going to step up and have the successful games that they had last night either. I mean, isn't it all – I keep coming back to this about it being more about Boston. Isn't it all about those turnovers? Yeah. When they have – they could clean that up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they have less than 16 turnovers, this playoffs are 13-2 and two, straight up. But when they have 16 or more, they're one in seven. I mean, that's is really, if you really want to boil it down to one thing, I mean, we can talk about the threes and this and that. I mean, it, it's really those turnovers. And I you mean, gotta that's got to be what a dope is yelling at them about yeah. right now. And they, they, I mean, this is an offense that struggles at times. They need some help from that bench. They got nothing. Derek White played 21 minutes. He scored one point. You can't have that. You can't have that. Yeah. It, the crazy part is that they keep acknowledging this. They've acknowledged that they don't make anything yeah. easy on themselves. It's part yeah. of why I think they'll bounce back in game six. Like they're kind of mentally ready for this. Like they almost knew they would do this. But boy, it, it, I just feel like if if they have another turnover filled game I, I, in game six and lose, I'm going to walk away saying they totally blew that. They could have won this series. I, I thought this mm-hmm. series was about to be over. With seven minutes to go in game number four, they were they were this close to going up three one, and then they just have played you know four and a half bad quarters here. So, do you think the Celtics can win in seven? I do, I do too. I'm not calling it. I'm just saying, based on everything we've seen with this team, they can do it. Yeah, they are tough to bet on right now because yeah. they don't they give you no consistency. But I it won't surprise me at all if we get this. If we get to game seven on Sunday and it's, I don't know, 85-85 to start the fourth quarter, is anyone surprised? I won't be. Nope. Nope. I'm with Feels you. Feels like we could be heading there. Feels like we could be heading there in the NBA Finals. So we have I hope so. I, I would like to have a Father's Day night, game seven, NBA yeah. Finals. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, that's what the NBA wants. Are we, yeah, are we calling in uh, – we calling in what's his name to, to referee this game on on Thursday night to Scott get Foster it, Scott Foster to yeah. get it to Game Seven. Some people weren't happy with the ref from last night, but yeah, I know. Was it Brothers? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's Tony Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Wiggins, no. Wiggins, uh, MVP, let's let's stop. Okay, fine. You need something to talk about the next couple of days? Go ahead, talk about it. Well, we have two <laughs> days in between, so you'll hear yeah. a lot of different things the next couple of days I here. I guess. Fine. Have fun. Let me throw one more thing about the last night and just in general. Are we starting to feel like Clay's back? This is the best he's shot consistently, like three straight games in a while. And I'm starting to wonder if he's starting to feel something. Not back to what he used to be, but maybe the variance isn't there anymore. Maybe he's just going to be pretty good now. What do you think, Aaron? He looked good again shooting. Yeah, he did. Um, he has been more consistent lately. The player that stood out to me, though, was Draymond. He's been, he yeah. got dragged, and I thought he stepped up. He did try to shoot a couple of threes, and I was like, no, please don't do it. Just do the, do the other stuff. What? Don't shoot threes. <laughs> what was he doing at the end of the game when he's trying to get the basketball from Tatum? I don't you know. Yes. <laughs> like, dude, get Go over there. Game's over. Chill out. Why, why did he need that basketball? No, he had 18, 8, and 6 overall. That At this stage in he his career, up. that's a good Draymond game. That's yeah. what yeah. you're looking for. And <laughs> he just barely hit the PRA also. So 18, 8, and 6, 22. PRA was But also, like, half. he shouldn't have to get called out by everyone to step up and have a game like that. Like, he was getting dragged literally by everyone and then stepped up it's like come Deserved. on man what have you he's been focused more on his podcast it seems like you're right more on the nba finals on the other side series price who wins how do they win we'll hit it all next right here on the becky all network these joes are helping you bet like a pro it's joe ostrowski joe Gilio, and aaron hawksworth on betql daily from betql